how this is going to go. If you listen to our last episode, we've been fighting a cold and we had to record two episodes this week because we are two weeks behind. Yeah. And we're sick. And we are sick. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. I Don't talk so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. sighs> At least I have a little bit more energy today. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night. The podcast in which we take a serious look at bad films and genre films and hopefully give them the credit that they deserve. I'm Nigel from AJourneyIntoFilm.com and with me is my sick wife, Caitlin. Sick, that's right. I'm like in the cool way. The illest of the ill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And this week we are talking about 1979's The Visitor. This movie made me angry. Why? Why? You ask me why? I was getting so mad during this movie. Did I you not see movie. me? I mean, yeah, I saw you getting mad, but I just I didn't understand why. Because it's stupid and it didn't make sense and it made me mad. Okay, but to be fair, how often do we watch Italian movies that make sense? At least it made more other movies make more sense than this one. I can at least follow it, and there's not all these annoying flashing lights. Beyond the Door made less sense than this. Was that the one with the kid eating the pea soup? Yeah. No, that made more sense than this one. The guy has to... The guy's dead, but given the opportunity to put his soul in the child of a a fetus or something? Made more sense. Oh, boy. We're in for a treat today, then. (laughs) This is probably one of my favorite movies that we've ever talked about. And the more I think about it, the more I fall in love with this movie. Now I'm just going to be mad at you. During <laughs> oh, I don't feel good. This movie made me mad. Oh, this is not going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast. <laughs> this movie was directed by Giulio Paradisi under the Americanized pseudonym Michael J. Paradise. Because here's a... I don't know if we've talked... We... Caitlin and I love Italian cinema. It's... We watch Giallos. We watch weird horror movies. 
the Italians, they know what's up. Yeah, they do. Very efficient storytellers, the yeah. Italians. And I, I arguably like them more because they're shorter movies. But yeah, this yeah. one felt like it was eight years long. This one was a little bit longer. With the Italians, it often doesn't make sense. It's about just recreating an emotion. But also they're trying to recreate American movies at the same time. So often they will use Americanized names in the credits to make it seem like the movie was shot by an American, but you watch it and you think, there's something wrong here. <laughs> uh, this movie was produced and co-written by Ovidio G. Asanitis. Oh, boy. I did not read that before uh, <laughs> looking at it. Uh, he was an Israeli producer. He produced beyond the door ironically and he said hey let's make another uh horror movie and uh boy did they make a movie was the emotion they were trying to recreate and this one anger because if so they succeeded no i don't really know what their goal was so i mean like a movie that has several people involved with the writing process, this is probably a case of too many cooks. Supposedly, uh, John Huston threw some ideas out there. A video threw some ideas out there. Sam Peckinpah thought that he had some ideas. And uh, what you get is kind of a weird mishmash of things happening. For example, the scenes at the beginning and the end of John Huston in the desert staring down Katie, those were shot after the fact. You and don't say. They, uh, honestly, they're some of the most spectacular looking shots in the entire movie. I couldn't tell. I couldn't watch any of them. With the, the clouds floating in? Yeah, because that's when the sky would, or the... I don't know what that was, like an airport landing strip? No, 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 no. not not those. Oh. The scene at the beginning when they were in the desert. This is that one right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could watch that. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. I liked that. There are very few things that I don't like about this movie. All right, well, then let me start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's what I didn't like about the movie. Are we supposed to believe that Katie is from another planet? Yes. And the woman gave birth to her on Earth? Yes. Okay. I don't believe that. All right. <laughs> Are we Are you just going to talk about all the <laughs> things you don't believe about the plot? Yeah. Are we supposed to believe that they needed Katie's mom to give birth to another child? Yes. But then they killed her? Kind of. Well, oh, it's a it's a complicated. They tried to kill her. Katie came back. I don't know what happened exactly. What happened? That is my question. <laughs> no, remember when Katie was playing that video game and then she attacked her mom? Yeah. So they killed her? Question mark. No, they didn't kill the mom. I think uh, they got mad that she was starting to thwart Katie. What? It's a very simple movie. What did the basketball team have to do with any of this? 
nothing. They were just at a basketball game. No, he owned the basketball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ha- he owned a basketball team. That was that's it. And where did he get the money to finance? From the shady evil guys. So he was in cohorts with them to impregnate Katie's mom? Yeah. With another Satan child. Because one Satan child isn't enough? Yeah, because... So, okay. At the beginning of the movie, Space Jesus... Yes, this movie has a Space Jesus. Was that the guy with the beard who was talking to the children? Yeah. Okay. Who looked like Jesus. Like a blonde yeah. Jesus. Right. Uh, played by uncredited... Uh, Franco Nero, who has been in several Italian giallos that we enjoy, such as The Fifth Chord. And he was also in a uh, Bible adaptation that John Huston directed. So that's fun. Did he play Jesus? No, he played uh. Abel. Oh, okay. All right. So way back in the dawn of time, or sometime early, there was the good guy. That was John Houston. I don't remember what his alien name was, but he battled Satine, and Satine had used its genetics to make a bunch of evil children. Those are all the children that were in the beginning scene. I think there's that is meant to be the implication. Okay. Katie's mom is the last living. She carries part of Satine's genetics in her. Okay. And so... How? I don't know. (laughs) She just... She has them. So she... Sure. Okay. I'll believe that for no reason. She is... So they say that she's the only woman in this generation that can give birth to the Satine children. Sure. And so that's why the shady evil organization wants her to get pregnant again so that they can have more Satines in the world. Okay. That's that's it. That, that, oh, okay. And then John Houston comes back to try to stop Katie and try to prevent another evil child from being born. All right. All right. I follow. Kaylin does not follow. I don't follow anything. Okay, so then explain the maid to me. Who was she? She was uh, just a maid. No, she knew what was going on. Okay, I I don't know. She was like a human that they they used to... To do what? To keep an eye on the evil children. No, 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 no. Yeah, because she couldn't go to the place where John Houston and the kids could go. Yeah, but I don't think she was evil. No, she wasn't evil. She was on the good guy side. Oh, okay. John Houston's the good guy, the old man. Right. Now, okay, what happened to Katie then? Because clearly she's in this other planet where she's bald. But at the same time, she's back on Earth. No, she's not on Earth anymore at the end. Nigel, we see her back on Earth. No, the last thing that we see in the movie is her with John Houston. So, okay, but, oh my God, she goes away. Yeah. 
And then she comes back and she's playing that video game. Right. So she goes to like the asylum place because they're like, oh, she's evil. And then she comes, she gets out because she wants to kill her mom now because her mom won't give birth to another evil child. And then John Houston takes her away where. Okay. I guess they reprogram her or something. That wasn't, that wasn't very clear. No. Um, also, I'm pretty sure that John Houston and like, I'm pretty sure they're aliens. Right. In case you missed that part. Okay. All right. I think I follow 2% of the movie. Did this movie know what it was doing? Like, were they on drugs? I mean, I don't know if they were on drugs, but I feel like they just had a lot of ideas at the same time. Because remember, they wanted—they originally wanted to make a horror movie, this but they movie were looking is at exhausting. sci-fi movies and books. And then they were like, "Let's just throw some ideas out there." It, this movie—you really—you need a lot of energy to watch it. Okay. I was getting anxious during this movie because there was just too much happening. There's just so much going on. The music is just nonstop. You talk about six sword samurai, whatever, (laughs) (laughs) having crazy music. No, 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 no. This movie had crazy music. It made me so I was just like, what is stop? Everyone calm down. Y'all need to go take a bubble bath or something because I just can't. There was everyone was stressing me out. And then that just made me mad because I don't like to be stressed out. And I just felt like too much was happening in this movie. Too much. I don't think enough happened in this movie. No, too much happened and they need to redo their music score because calm down. Oh no, the music score is probably the best part about this movie. more separate pages. Caitlin, this is the greatest movie that's ever been made oh in my the history gosh. of filmmaking. You can do this podcast by yourself because I disagree. Okay. This movie I hated this movie. Everything. It should burn. Space Jesus. <laughs> Bald children. Good and evil. Aliens. Birds. And yeah, birds. It's this movie's like a ripoff of like the omen, the birds. <laughs> Several other movies that I'm probably forgetting. What movie does a bird turn into a gun? I don't know, but that was... I mean, it How didn't turn into the gun. How about that police officer that died? <laughs> that was the longest car crash that's ever been <laughs> shot on film. Like, <laughs> nothing could stop that car. No. And, like, was he pushing the brakes? Because I thought he was. Were we supposed to think the brakes weren't working? But then it seemed like his car was speeding up, so... Did they switch the brakes? Maybe in him trying to get the bird from stop, trying to stop the bird from attacking him, he just kept hitting the pedals wildly. Like he, like you know, sometimes he hits the brake and sometimes that just seems like poor planning on your part. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If a bird flies into my window and is distracting me while driving, I'm going to hit my brake. Yeah, he should have definitely slammed on the brakes. And then you figure it out. 
But he caused so many more people to get into a car accident. Yeah. He died. He blew up. Like, it, he died spectacularly. Yeah. And those poor people who were just trying to play a baseball game didn't get to finish their game now. And yeah. now have to deal with a dead body. That, Selfish I mean, birds. Yeah. So are we supposed to believe the birds are evil? They some of the birds are evil. The specifically squeaky, because they said at the beginning that they the bad guy had several birds, but they killed all but like three of them or something. Well, there was way more than three in this movie. Well, yeah, because the good guys used birds at the end to stop Katie. I thought the birds were attacking Katie's mom. No, they were attacking Katie at the end. You mean when they come out of the the windows down yeah. to the house? Mm, I think they were attacking everyone. It kind of looked like they were just attacking everyone. No, they were definitely going after Katie. Uh, and then there was like that knife bird. That was wild. Oh, that's true. He sh- That knife bird killed the doctor. Uh, no, it killed Not Lance Hendrickson. Right. Yeah. The basketball owning guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was also mad that this poor woman can't walk now due to her daughter being a little butt. Yeah. How wild was that? So Katie, it's her eighth birthday and her aunt buys her this wind up bird. But when she goes to open the package, there's just a gun inside. Where did the gun come from? We never find out. And she picks up the gun and yells, Look, mommy, look what I got, and throws it on the table. The gun goes off, shoots her mom in the back, and she's paralyzed for the rest of the movie. Like, that just made me mad. I don't think I could forgive my child for that. Oh, definitely. Like, if that wasn't a sign that, like, your child was evil, like, you probably should just not have children. Right. Well, she doesn't want to have any more children. She's trying to do the right thing. Yeah, she's trying to not have any more children, trying not to get married, and they just won't let her. Yeah. But then somehow they all die at the end. Are we supposed to I assume like that like... the birds also attacked them, but we didn't they didn't have the budget to show them attacking them? I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Um except for the butler. But you know, this is kind of like a weird comment, but like I like that they're the the bad guys were still like, you know, you guys need to get married to have a child, not like throw away her birth control pills and like get her pregnant. Well, just I like, think I think Lance Hendrickson was the one who just assumed that they needed to get married cuz they didn't really they were like you just need to get her pregnant. True. And I think he thought like, "Oh, she's a woman in the 70s." I'm surprised you didn't even say anything about the exploding basketball at this point. I, honestly, I forgot about it. There are so many things that exploded during this movie. The basketball was one of them. And then that was Katie doing that because yeah. she wanted her d- dad, quote unquote,'s team to win. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not really her dad. It's I know her that's mom's what I boyfriend. said, quote unquote. Okay. I didn't know what to call him. Yeah. But yeah. But she really likes him. Right. Because they're evil together. Yeah. I, I, I would love to know if she knew that, like, he was evil. Like, did she know about the group of evil white guys that were trying to get her mom pregnant? I think she did. And that's why she, remember, she wrote that note to her mom 
Yeah. So I think she knew about them. Bad to take a guess. I think Katie's all knowing. Yeah. I mean, she obviously has some kind of like premonition powers, but to what extent, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I think she must know a lot because she also seemed very arrogant to that police officer when he followed her to school. Yeah. That, um, Apparently, Paige Connors, the little girl who played Katie, had a very difficult time saying the mean things to uh, to that actor. Really? Yeah, she didn't want to say it. Aw. So she sounds like a very sweet girl in real life, even yeah. though she uh, was supposed to play an evil child. And she nailed it. Oh, she did a really good job of playing an evil child. Yeah, like, I don't like her now because she did such a good job. Yeah. Like, you know that that's the hallmark of a good role. If it's like the person makes you hate them. Yeah. For being a evil person. Mm Mm-hmm. So we already mentioned that John Huston is in this movie. This movie has a wild and fascinating group of people. Mel Ferrer, Glenn Ford, Lance Henriksen, John Huston, Joanne Nail, Sam Peckinpah, Shelley Winters, uh, we mentioned Franco Nero, Paige Connors played the little girl. There's also a cameo from uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's the basketball player yeah, that they... gets the basket sp- blown up in his face. How did they do that? How did they blow up a basket? No, ball? how did they get Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to be in this? I mean, they probably just needed like a basketball team, and they were like, hey, you want to... Because they did shoot the movie in Atlanta. Did he ever play for Atlanta? Was I have that... no idea. Okay. I don't know. I'm just assuming that they needed extras who were basketball players, and they got them in this. I wonder what they paid for him. Probably nothing. What? He's famous. I don't, I don't know. Like There are plenty of famous people who are in movies that do it for free. Mm, I would have not allowed them to use me me for free in this movie if I was him. Mm-mm. Uh, supposedly this is one of John Huston's favorite movies that he was ever in. But, I mean, the, just to give you some context, like these people are famous actors and directors. John Huston is most notable for di- writing and directing The Maltese Falcon. Uh, he was also in uh, Orson Welles' late movie The Other Side of the Wind. Sam Peckinpah wrote and directed some of like the greatest movies in history, like Straw Dogs and The Wild Bunch and things like that. Then why did they join this movie? I think because they just thought it was going to be interesting. Lance Hendrickson uh, made the comment that a lot of people were in it because they wanted a free trip to Rome because uh, some of the sound stu- stage stuff was shot in Rome for this movie. The rest of it was shot in Atlanta, Georgia, because they were trying to get their film production industry off of the ground. Well, I think they made bad choices for their career to be in this movie. But how many of these people were actually from Georgia? Because the accent on the girl was, like, really thick. Um, I have no idea. That accent was just so strong. I know. It, it didn't always come out, but like when it did, it was pretty thick. Yuck. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
but they must have done a really good job. I guess. <laughs> I don't really know if they really cared all that much because I don't a lot know of times what they cared about in this movie. Just being weird, <laughs> but like putting together a fantastic science fiction horror movie. Mm, I would not count this as a fantastic science fiction horror movie. No, this it's the best one that's ever been made. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm Agreed. Disagree? This movie should be on par with 2001 A Space Odyssey in terms oh, of visual craziness. Wow. Wow. You got John Huston doing like the close encounters of the third kind with like a rooftop spaceship flight landing strip. I think you've watched strip. one too many bad movies. You think I've watched one too many bad movies? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. The okay. Uh, cult following and 78% that this movie has on Rotten Tomatoes. 78%? What is wrong with you people out there? What is wrong with you? Did nobody else get angry while watching this film? I think you need to watch this movie again and give it a, a better chance. I don't think so. I don't know. That is insanity. You people are insane. Not that we really give, you know, a lot of weight to Rotten Tomatoes, but it seems to be like a well-liked movie. There's something wrong with all of you. I don't I don't know what there is to not like about this movie. Um, It doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. It's good versus evil, trying to stop an evil kid from making more sense. evil kids. And it's too long. And uh, the the woman loses her ability to walk. That pisses me off. <laughs> so, all in all, zero out of five stars. I say burn your film. Because the woman loses her ability to walk? Yeah, it made me mad. Yeah, but that just shows how evil her child is. No. That she was willing to shoot her mom in the back just that she would have to depend on Raymond and then he would have to marry her and then have to get her pregnant. No. That's messed up. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing, but (laughs) like it just shows how evil Katie is. Also, maybe if you made a movie that made more sense, I would like it. Kaylin, I keep explaining the movie to you, and you keep saying it doesn't make sense, and I don't know how much more I can make sense out of it for you. I guess I'm just, I'm confused as to how she gave birth to Katie. Because she had Satine's genetics in her. Why? Because Satine had lots of evil children. Are we supposed to believe she's one of his evil children? No. Well, then I don't know. (laughs) spread its genetics throughout the land, sowing its wild oats. Maybe we need a, a prequel. So I can better understand this movie. Caitlin, Space Jesus explains everything. That's the prequel that you need. I also didn't understand the point of Space Jesus or their world up there. What are they doing? Turning children that were evil into good children? To do what? To Just to have good children? What are you going to do with them? They're going to stop evil together. They're using As far as I know, evil's gone. 
With Katie. She was the last one. No, because the mom could still have more children. There are other people out um, there. Oh, like I think the that mom. mom clearly was not going to have more children. We don't know that. She, she I might only get, said it like 70 times. She didn't. You don't know what's going to happen in five then years. Then just kill now. her. And then, boom, problem solved. No, you can't. They don't kill people. The good guys don't kill well, people. Well, they could have just let Katie kill her. And then they could have taken Katie after she killed her. No, that doesn't make sense. I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, my God. And then, like, the collab, but the party of old dudes i don't know what to call them the party of old dudes like what are we're supposed to believe what they're like sateen's minions yes why what do they get out of it they get to stay in power power of what all of them are in power of something probably i mean not all of them can own basketball teams okay fine so they get to stay in power and then the birds kill them. So wouldn't Satine just pick more people to be in power? Where is Satine? Inside Katie. Okay, so when they change Katie to be good, where does he go? Somewhere else. I okay, don't know. Okay, so then you're just perpetually turning children into evil children to collect them, to keep them in the your... The evil just keeps making more children, and they're just collecting them and making them good. You can't then what are you stop do when you evil have, like, entirely. Five billion children. Then there's going to be five billion evil children. They're just they're going to keep doing their thing. It's an endless cycle that you can't stop. Well, that just seems not productive. Why should they just let evil roam free, or should they try to stop it, even if they know that they can't permanently stop it? Uh, honestly. Whatever ends the movie fastest. You know what? We're going to go rewatch this movie right now because you need to understand this. I am not going to bed tonight until you understand the plot of this movie. No, no, no. We are going to rewatch it very soon. Oh, my God. You better catch me when I'm in a good mood because... Because this movie is bonkers and deserves to be seen by everyone. No. Yes. This is the greatest movie that's ever been made in the history of movies. Somebody out there agree with me, please. You know what? There are plenty of people out there who talk about how this movie doesn't make sense, but I don't think they watched the same movie that we watched. Well, I think they watched the same movie I watched. (laughs) (sighs) Did you like anything in this movie? No, I didn't. The acting was good, I guess. They did a good job acting. I had no problems with that. I'm shocked right now. Normally, <laughs> you have more respect for Italian movies than this. And I'm, I've am i never been more hurt and disappointed that you didn't like a movie. Well, show it to me when I'm in a good mood or something. This is Neon know. Demon all over again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Listen, the acting was good in the movie. The house is really cool. Man, I love these seventies Italian movie. Like, where did they film these? Why can't my know. house look like I that? Know, because that house was pretty cool. That was a cool house. That ice skating rink was pretty dope. Yeah, that was. I liked that scene actually. That was a good scene. Where she threw the guys through the yeah. windows who were chasing after. Her. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I liked that they showed that Katie. 
was physically strong as well as yeah. psychically strong. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat because she was doing the gymnastics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely did not seem like an eight-year-old girl. No. Seemed a lot older than that. There's just so much going on in this movie. Like, why was she in gymnastics? Do we really need that? I To show that she was physically capable of... We could just have the ice skating scene. Yeah, but they probably already had the gymnastics stuff. Okay, whatever. Plus she needed to they we needed the scene with her gymnastics coach where she sh- seemed indifferent about her mom being paralyzed. No, because I already knew she was indifferent. But okay. Sure. I I don't know what else <laughs> you want me to say. The acting was good. I'll give it that. It makes me sad that Lance Hendrickson doesn't like this movie. Well, well, yeah, no wonder he doesn't. It's not a good movie. Yeah, but if John Huston tells you that a movie's good, then you listen. <laughs> um, Sure. Okay. I, I don't know. I just... He seemed like such a nice old man. Yeah. I also like how he showed up to be the babysitter and then like the real babysitter never showed up. Yeah, what'd they do so to the real babysitter? I have no Where, idea. I think she's dead. How about whenever she uh, she destroyed that hot dog stand with the fire escape? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. So, I mean, she has some cool powers. They demonstrated it in a pretty neat way, too. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see Katie and Damien get into a fight. I don't know who would win, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. I think he would win. She's psycho. Oh, yeah. She is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, One other fun little fact that I had. Apparently, Sam Peckinpah was really difficult to work with. He was supposed to be there for three days, and they had other scenes for uh, Barbara Collins' ex-husband, but he was so difficult to work with that they cut it down to the one scene in the movie where he talks about giving her an abortion. And uh, that's it. Why was he so difficult to work with? I don't know. Oh. Uh. Ego. I mean, I guess if you're like a famous Hollywood type, you have an ego, I guess. I Probably. don't know. So. Well, that's sad. Yeah, there, apparently there was supposed to be more of a plot with him. And uh, it kind of shows a little bit. I will say that that's one of the f- the flimsier parts of the movie. Oh, yeah. One of the flimsier parts. Caitlin, this movie is amazing. You know what? Just tell us your dating thing and we'll wrap it up. Um, well, I think the obvious dating advice you can gather from this movie is that you should be very cautious who you date. And if someone is pressuring you to marry them, you might want to explore the reasons why you don't want to get married and go to counseling for that. As well as, don't let anybody boss you around. You do you, boo. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree she should do her. But her reasonings for not wanting to get married were flimsy at best. Well, um, you know, if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. I mean, I'm not saying that she has to. She she can be single. Right. So just let her be. Don't but she was just like, I made a promise that I'll never love anyone else ever again, even though her relationship with her... No, I think that's respectful. I think she was like, I got married. I made a promise to this one man. And I'm going to honor that promise. Yeah, but we don't know the terms of her divorce. Like, maybe he left her. Or maybe she left him. Because I don't know. That's he seemed saying. to have a lot of issues with her, actually. So I think she was just saying, I'm upholding my marriage vows. I'm being a noble individual. I think she was being a noble person. And we shouldn't just let her be. Yeah, I guess that's fine. <laughs> Plus, you don't want to end up marrying Satan Minion. Yeah, that's, I mean, unless you're Raymond and he knows that you have Satine's genetics in you. Right. Um. Here's... I, it's, I guess it's not really, like, a question. So it's a statement? Well, it's kind of, like, added on to, like, the fun part of the dating advice, but more so it's more, like, it's more inquisitive. Okay. Now, he wanted to get her pregnant. Correct. But yet he wanted to kill her by strangulation I think at the end he was mad because she like getting her pregnant was like his meal ticket so like as long as he did what the other the old people the group said to do they were going to keep giving him money so he could be rich and own basketball teams and stuff but then when they said oh no we've decided to go a different route he went rogue and tried to kill her out of anger. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I think he, at that point, he was trying to help Katie kill her because she was not complying with their plans. So he's plans. like, you didn't give me what I want, so I'm going to end you. Pretty much. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, and then the knife bird stabbed him. Right, knife bird. This movie needed more knife bird. Where was the knife bird to save the detective? kill the other bird yeah that's a good question i was also upset by that police officer's death why because it was very he was solving the crime and then he died yeah but like the i feel like even if he had gotten the bird back to the police headquarters like how would they what? How would he figure that out? Like, dust like, for prints and see who who touched the bird. Yeah, I guess, but it. Like, how do you? Who even unwraps a gift like that? Who put that time in? And they said that they couldn't find any prints on the gun, except for Katie's. So I mean, I guess the implication is that Katie put the gun in there. Right. Which? Where did she get a gun from? Especially a gun that was manufactured without serial numbers or any 
uh, that was what I mean. Probably Satine gave it to her for her birthday. There's, I feel like there's a whole movie there that we <laughs> didn't get to explore. Yeah, I think this movie could have been better if Satine was a person. Yes. Well, I th- I mean, it was. It was in Katie. <sighs> no, like helping her along, like. If we saw him behind things, physically. Like how we saw John Houston. Yes. With the good people. Yes, yes. And Space Jesus. Yes. No, but I think the implication from the opening scene is that Katie is Satine. Okay, but then where does he go, Nigel? Where does he go? <laughs> I, I don't know, Caitlin. Back oh. into the ether. <sighs> Waiting for another evil child to be born i don't know maybe i gotta watch this movie again i feel like we have watched two different films i feel like you just need to pay attention for like two seconds i and was this movie paying is attention so clear oh my gosh i was paying attention <laughs> it was not clear it was clear as an unmuddied lake no no yes I'm going to just, you know, I'll write a movie. It'll be the best movie of all. It'll make so much sense. Is that what will make your movie the best movie of all time? That it'll just (laughs) make sense? People will leave that movie and be like, that movie made so much (laughs) sense. That was the most realistic movie (laughs) I've ever seen. Right. Everything all the characters did followed logically (laughs) from their decisions and the events transpiring around them. Right. Exactly. I feel like that would be the most boring movie. Well, it would be a real movie, so. Who would make that? I would make it. Yeah, okay, yeah. do it. Okay. If you don't make it before Challenge our accepted. next podcast, then you failed. All right, I'm going to. It's all going to be made on iPhone, too. That's fine. Right. Plenty it, of people make movies on you're iPhone. You're going to be now. wowed by it. Okay. No, no, no exposition, either. That's fine. You don't need exposition. Exactly. It's all visual. It's all visual? Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. Do you have anything else that you want to say about this no, movie? No, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch it. Don't waste your time. You know what? We're get, You and I are going to rewatch this in like a month. And then we're going to do a retrospective in which you're going to come back and you're going to say, I was wrong. How could I have ever been more wrong about a movie in my entire life? Okay, we'll see. Because this movie's great. No, it's not. Yes, it's got good and evil. It's got so, Satan children. Is this movie going on your top ten list? Is oh, for so sure. Are you, oh. Easily this movie's going on my top ten list. That's it. It's probably going to number one. This might go in my top 10 favorite Ooh, movies of all time. Oh my gosh. You're doing this on purpose. I'm not. Mad. Yes, I you are. loved this movie. Okay. Well, this you're movie drunk. was <laughs> nuts. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. It was visually interesting. No. Uh, it was just crazy. It was just yeah. nonstop craziness for an hour and 48 minutes. Finally, you say something I can agree with. But it was like the good kind of crazy. Mm, uh, no. It was an enjoyable time. 
kind of crazy. It's the movie that you watch and you say, I don't know what I just watched, but I loved every second of it. <laughs> no. It's the kind of movie that keeps people talking because they don't understand what happened. And so they got to have conversations about it to figure it out. That is true. It does do that. Yeah. And the best kind of movies start conversations. I don't know if I They agree get you with thinking that. about your own sense of purpose and your existence. I didn't, and they ask no. big questions about the meaning of life I and the no, purpose of no, the universe. None of those thoughts crossed. And this my movie mind. asked all of them. No, it didn't. It also asked the fundamental question of what ha what what do you do when your child paralyzes you? Do you continue to love that child or do you uh try to uh uh stop your evil child from being evil no i'm i'm done talking to you now you've just made me mad <laughs> i'm also shocked that we didn't bring up the seven up light oh that was very very 70s is that like a thing that people did like I... did you have branded <sighs> chandeliers in your life i've never seen one in a home before you know, at a bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like you definitely see that at a bar, but like in somebody's house. No, I, I, I've never seen that in a home before. Do you think that was for product placement, or do you think someone doing the set design said, "Oh yeah, this is what Americans have in their house"? That's exactly what happened. Someone doing the set design said, "All Americans are drink Seven Up." We'll All Americans love Seven Up. They, they would die to have a light in their house. And then you know what? After this movie, it started trending. People bought seven up lights like they were going out of style. I'm going to see if I can find a seven up light right now. I'm sure you can. I'm pretty sure I've seen some at Goodwill's before. So I'm sure Brielle can thrift you one if you want. Mm, I don't think it is a thing. No, it's a thing, Nigel. Let me try. You're just not Googling the right thing. 7-Up lamp? Try 7-Up like bar, bar okay. lamp. We, we can't take up any more time in this podcast with <laughs> this 7-Up light thing. All right. Uh, Shelly Winters actually smacked uh, Paige... Uh, what was her name? Paige Connor in the face during that scene. That was fun. That's, that's believable. Yeah, I mean, it was solid acting. Yeah. I liked she seeing Shelly Winter in this. I liked. I uh -huh. liked all. I thought everybody did a good job with it, even I, if it. No, the acting was very good. Very didn't good. make any sense at all. Mm -hmm. Except it makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't. No, it does. It's good and evil right, space I'm, aliens. I'm literally, I'm not arguing with you anymore. All right, we're just saying the same things over and over. But we will have a retrospective whenever we rewatch this movie. Oh, okay. I'm gonna make you. Get back on here and tell us why you are wrong. This movie's going on my top ten list. It's not going on Caitlin's, and that's fine. Thank you for listening. As always, we encourage you, our audience, to hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts because we don't want you to miss an episode. We're on Facebook. We are not on Facebook. Why did I say that? We're on Instagram and Twitter, at Journey Into Film. And if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash Film. Or head over to Tee Public and check out some sweet merch. Links are available in the show notes. 
Christmas is right around the corner, and you might want to get some cool t-shirts for your family and friends. Yeah, Kaylin's not joining me on this one. As always, <laughs> never let anyone tell you that a film you enjoy is bad because they're probably wrong, Caitlin. No. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>